nuggets at this time. Yes, you do. No, we don't. Why not? Because we do. You know what? Did you just hiss at me? I'm more just fucking hiss at you. Hey, can't you just get me that out of the car? What's going on over there? Don't you fucking run away from me, you bad moose. Man, I can't. Oh, shit. Don't make me issue my ultimate form. I will fuck you up. Wait, I'm going to go there and I'm going to wreck you. with love, right? You want to tell him how his drug abuse has hurt you, maybe hurt himself. Okay, uh, Harold, what time did you tell him to be here? Five o'clock, but he's always late. No, he'll be here. In three, two, one. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? <laughs> what the fuck? That's right, folks. There we go. I was gonna, I was gonna use a uh, a new type of um, you know, look with the screen on the bleeding edge, where I was gonna actually like have my guests just not even be on screen, just only me. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, anyways, uh, obviously you can tell by the um, fucked up, crazy shit and everything that I just played like to start the show that this is, of course, the MCU's bleeding edge, the only MCU show where you will ever see anything like that ever. <laughs> I guarantee you. Nobody else will, will play anything like that. Uh, you know, and that's Sally, the MCU girl. Hi. She's back for the first time in goddamn who knows how long. Um, And we got Renee back. What's up, Renee? I'm doing really great. How about you? Oh man, shit, Renee! This is our this is me and this is me, me and Renee are grinding out another show together. We did we did a show together like a week and a half ago or whatever. We did like an hour and a half together. Yeah, um, you know, and I think that's cool. I mean, I like doing it like that. You know, I mean, you know, shit like, um, you know, look, a lot of times all I ever focus on, and I always you know want to put it out there that like we thrive on like you know having a lot of guests and putting a lot of people on the show, you know, and having new blood all the time on the show. And, uh, and I kind of, I kind of get stuck with that. You know what I mean? That becomes my focus is making sure that we've always got four five, six people on every show and whatnot. And sometimes I forget that, like, in, in, in all honesty, some of the coolest, best shows that you can do and the funnest ones are when it's only like two or three people, <laughs> you know, like, seriously, I mean, that's, it's just a fact, like, you know, I mean, um, we're we're unfortunately waiting for my good friend Nathaniel to pop up and come on the show with us. Um, we'll have to see when he pops up. I'll roll him in. But um, so basically, again, um, just to be clear, this is Jeff S. Uh, true knowledge, uh, as uh, I'm called by some and uh, left by others. Um, and uh, I am the host of the MCU's Bleeding Edge. Uh, cybernetic shark is uh, at work tonight, and uh, so I am. Um, I've got free reigns over this bitch. It's on my <laughs> tonight, so um, you know. Uh, at that point, um, I'm here to do a MCU news special with a awesome, super fun, 
Moon Knight trailer watch and reaction. Um, and on top of that, who knows what else? So I, it, I mean, you know what? It could, you never know with me, man. It could go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. There we go. It's that simple. That, that's how the rest of the show is going to be at that point. Damn right. Like that. You know, let's hope it, that it's uh, it's good more than it's shit at the end of the day. Uh, that's our goal always. But uh, so anyways, um, here I am again on the bleeding edge. And um, Renee, it's very nice to see you again. Nice to have you on. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have anything to uh, talk about, anything to say before we start the show? Anything you want to shout anybody out or... Um, you know, drop any uh, any new fascinating news or anything? No, uh, no new news. But um, we've been working over at um, Podcast of Champions on the on uh, not the Mandalorian, but Boba Fett, the Book of Boba Fett series, and it's been really good. I've really been enjoying that, and um, hopefully, we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Renee? We can definitely talk about that later on the show. We can have a conversation about that, and uh, you know what? Oh, there's Nate. You know what I'm gonna do though? I'm just gonna leave him hanging down there and not even bring him on. I'm just gonna let him sit there <laughs> and just like and just and we'll just look at him every once in a while. Make him, just make him type everything in on Facebook. Oh, just just watch. In a minute or two, he'll start be he'll start making dirty faces and shit, looking all funny. He won't know what's going on. It'll be funny. I sure. Hey. Who's that, hey, hey. Who's that goddamn guy? <laughs> I just realized I signed into the wrong uh, Google, but... <laughs> hey, listen, Nate. Oh, shit. When it boils down to it, brother, you're here, man. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyways. So, Nate, listen. I want to introduce you to Renee. Um, Renee. Uh, this is Nate. Nate is somebody that I've actually known for quite a long time when it comes to like content creation years and whatnot, believe it or not. And uh, he's a uh, good friend of mine. Is that like dog ears? Well, nice to meet you, Renee. Renee, you there? Yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking uh, off in the distance there. I was looking at the, the, uh, Box there, the police phone box there behind Nate. <laughs> I tell yes, you, oh, you mean the TARDIS? <laughs> oh well, listen. Nate said hi to you, and I and I was introducing you, letting telling you, letting you know that Nate's an old friend of mine. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, uh, Renee, um, just so you know, Nate comes from Sakar.freeforums.net, the podcast of champions, which you okay. know, of course, uh, you know, we, we've done a lot of work with and collaborated with a lot, like in the last, you know, almost year or whatever. Um, that's where Arch comes from and Lord Deathman and all those people. Um, but, um, you know, good job, Brene, by the way, uh, remembering to plug podcast of champions and everything there a minute ago. I got to give you props for that. Grandmaster will be very pleased. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> You're getting good. You're getting good, Renee. Uh, <laughs> so, Sally, how does it feel to be back on the bleeding edge? Very bloody. Very bloody? <laughs> bloody great. Oh, bloody great. Okay. <laughs> that was fucking horrible. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? I got to tell you, man. I'm loving this lineup for tonight. I really am. If I, I mean, <laughs> I, I couldn't have asked for a better crew, like, you know, for the, the show tonight, man. I got Nate over here. My buddy, I got Renee, the the vet, the veteran, the the old school veteran. 
Um, and I've got fucking Sally the MCU girl. Um, you know. And we're <laughs> Say gonna what grind, you will. And we're gonna I grind it out. No, we're gonna grind it out, man. I realized yeah. actually that yesterday was the my yesterday was the two year anniversary of when I released my very first episode. Awesome! That's crazy. Yay. So I've been doing this for two years since senior year of high school. Last last week was actually the um the uh, third anniversary since um. I hit the uh, 350 mark on my body count like 15 years ago. <laughs> so, you know, who counts? You know what I mean? But uh, I, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was uh, kicking it, like, you know, uh, chilling with like my seven STDs that I picked up. Like, I, I should, I should. I should expect this shit from from you by now, Jeff. Yeah, man. What's up? <laughs> Come on now. Every fucking time. Dude, you gotta understand something. Okay? 36% of my fucking podcast audience is female. So you know what? You can think whatever you want about, like, how I talk and the things I say and, like, how raunchy and raw I am and whatnot <laughs> and this and that. At the end of the day... Do you understand and know how many freaking YouTubers and podcasters, male podcasters, would beg to have 15% female audience? <laughs> I've got 36%, Sally. I want fucking 90% female, 10% male. And I got like, I have like 40 something percent male. It's fucking Nate, weird. Wait, what does that tell you, bruh, at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? If you correlate the fact that I've got that 36% female podcast audience to like how things work for me when it comes to like trying to get some to get some hoo-hoo, you know what I'm saying here and there? Just just yeah. connect the two things and just think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Hey man, you know, I'm just trying to make the connections, baby. Just like the MCU, yo. Just like the cinematic universe. But I'm just putting the connections together. The Jeff's Speaking Fuck of buddy, cinematic universe, actually, speaking of, I, Jeff, did you get the text message I sent in the Minds of Creativity chat from the Doctor Strange? No, all the all the guys that are rumored to appear in Doctor Strange. No, no, I think I read something about that earlier today or yesterday. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. Honestly, oh, Nate, I mean, I, no, no, you can pull it up if you want and you, and you can read it off to me if you want, but I'll tell you right now, um, as far as I know, I got, I got, I got, I got, I received credible knowledge months, months, like six, seven, eight months ago about what the roster of like guests and everything and whatnot and secondary characters was going to be in Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. I just want Wando to be happy. Well, I mean, you tell me like what they what they came up with, and and I'll let you know if it matches with what I already heard. Oh, I just want to be clear, folks. Um, I do have one special video to play tonight. That is going to be a surprise special video for everybody. Oh God, Allie's seen it before, <laughs> but Renee never has. Okay. And oh, is is it the fucking? It's the one that I have labeled literally. Oh my God, that's the name of it. That's what I. That's what I named it. 
Is that the one with the fucking the, the Stevie Wonder the white lady? Yeah, the yeah, white lady. yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm gonna play that. Oh god, Renee's gonna love it. I've seen that one. Oh, you saw that one? Right, I saw, yeah, I, the beauty. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've already done all my best stick on it too. Oh man, that's <laughs> that was you know I was the one that really carried that that whole joke through the show. Yo, you did it last I time. forgot. I didn't even know that. Oh, Renee, you yeah. saw the, the white chick that became Stevie Wonder? Oh yeah, I thought she did a fantastic job. Oh yeah, the, the fake keyboard playing was fucking was magnificent. I mean, she I, just, yeah, I mean, she sold that darn thing. She sold that whole darn bit. Dude, I swear to God, listen, I'm telling you right now, if the real Stevie Wonder popped up next to that bitch, I would have thought that she was still Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucking authentic I mean, she, she was. Has, she has a clear <laughs> comedy. That woman. Oh yeah, I mean, she says serious potential, dude. She should be on the bleeding edge. How the fuck? Dude, if that chick would come out here as Stevie Wonder on the Bleeding Edge, I would love it. I would love it. I'd scream. I would do it, too. I would have her on. I would be, be like, what the fuck? It would, it would be fucking awesome. It would be like a Stevie Wonder is better than this, honestly. That's actually something that's interesting. Think about this, Renee. Nate, what if I fucking, like, put together some just some crazy show sometime? Like, one night, <laughs> like, just I just got, like, some fucking train wreck type people. And put it together. You mean you and haven't already done that? I mean, I could get some <laughs> of my clown hunt friends. No, I mean, Renee, I'm talking about some real freaking, you know, like, you know, like some out there type people. You mean like some like biker guys and stuff like that? Tat like I'll, I'll get people one of those. From tattoo I'll, parlors. No, I'll get one of those. <laughs> I'll get one of those people who swears that they've been abducted. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Sally. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's okay. Well, it's okay. I, I would probably look to go for one. like one of those people that's been that says they've been abducted by aliens and shit. Oh, you know oh, I mean? yeah. like, well, well, that would be perfect for me because I actually studied alien abduction in college. What? Oh, How? <laughs> yes, I actually I wrote that was my. Uh, it wasn't my senior paper, but. Uh, Close to it, it was one of my senior papers. It was on alien abduction. And in particular, it was the Betty and Barney Hill um, alien abduction that I focused on. Very Dude, interesting, very interesting. Today, if I had a person out like that or whatever, and they were talking about it, and like it was all emotional, they were crying and shit, telling their like alien abduction story, there. I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And then I'd crack the fuck up and laugh right in their face and be like, dude, I have no respect for you. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I could bring on a fake medium or some shit. Come out of here, dude. So I actually have the uh, thing pulled up. Uh, every rumored character cameo list. Um, it says the Tom Cruise, uh, Tony Stark variant. What? Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage's uh, Ghost Rider. Magneto. Yep. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Storm. Cyclops. Professor X. Blade. Uh, this is the uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Edward Norton's Bruce Banner. Oh, whatever. D and on. Punisher. Come on. I do not believe that a single one of any of those people is going to be in the movie. Any of them. Not even Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider? Nope. 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 
No. Are you kidding me? Kevin Feige <laughs> has made it very, very, very clear. I'm being very serious now. Uh, Kevin Feige has made it very clear that he has no desire whatsoever to, like, take any of the other shit that's been done with the Marvel properties or whatever and make that a part of the MCU. He has, uh, does not want that. Like, that's the opposite of what he wants to do. Yeah. He already said that. That's, that's why that's, that's, that's why they're waiting years and shit to do the X-Men because they don't even want to, like, make an X-Men film until it's, it's like, four or five years out from the last... First of all, X-Men Hugh Jackman movie. is the only Wolverine that will ever be, so... Whatever. No. The fact that... Old, old, old Wolverine. Yeah, how, how, come on, Sally. Be, be logical. <laughs> if they're going to do the X-Men... And they're going to have the team for like 10, you know, 12 years or whatever. You can't have a fucking Wolverine, a Logan that's 67 years old. Oh, well. That's not going to work. Too bad. So sad. He's still a good. He not replace you, Jackman. <laughs> Nate, listen. I didn't I'm coming mean, for you. Nate, go ahead. Nate, go there's ahead. Two, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean. There's to, two that I'm, I, I, uh, there's two that I can see happening, but there's two that I can't. The two that I can't, Edward Norton's Bruce Banner and Patrick Stewart's Professor X. Um, Wait a minute. Those are the two that you can't? That you think cannot? Cannot. The two that I can see, only because, and one of them I'm only saying it because he did appear in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I can see that. Now, you know what? He was great in that movie. Let me go ahead really quick, and let me just go ahead and just roll back for one minute and just point out that like on that one instance in that one situation i do actually agree with you right there nate that i think that mm-hmm. there is a possibility if i was going to actually say like some, this seems tangible there's been rumors for months that the toby mcguire spider-man might be in the doctor strange film so i mean that's that's not like new news necessarily well, that would make sense, sense. Yeah. But, but um there's no fucking way in hell that Edward Norton will ever be in another Marvel film. It'll never happen. Yeah, It'll never happen. The Hulk movie sucks. He'll the never other, come back, Marvel. The other one that I can see happening because it's a completely new, different character. It's completely new, different, and I I can see the possibility is uh, Tom Cruise's variant of Tony Stark. No. What the fuck? It's not going to happen. What are we talking? What? Anything's possible, Nate. Anything's possible. But yeah. listen, man. Um, we've had these conversations before on the past. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had these conversations of the podcast of champions. We've had them on the bleeding edge. There's a limit to like how you can do the multiverse. There, there's yeah. There's only so much you can do with the multiverse before it gets it gets it gets stupid. It gets it's it gets kind of, why, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of the same way in uh, it's kind of the Renee, same way in DC as well. Yeah, yeah. Renee, Renee, go ahead and jump in on that. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, it's just gonna be way too many. It's gonna get too confusing. Uh, it's gonna become gimmicky because oh, you know, that everybody's gonna be expecting their favorite superhero to pop up somewhere, and then that's gonna get to be a big boo-ha-ha on the Twitter twang. Um, yeah, I, I hope they keep it, keep it. I mean, they can't keep it simple because the whole point is you're going to have these, what happened at the end of Loki where those universe start, universes start mangling back together again. So they're, so it's be logical in the terms of the narrative, 
that you're going to have these alternate versions of Tony Stark because, you know, that's how the comic books themselves are set up. There's like the, the main one, like the 616, and then you got the 12359, whatever, and then the house of whatever. So you've got all these multiple sort of storylines running, so that makes logical sense that they're going to start bleeding in at a certain point because that's actually how it happens in the comic books too, I believe. They have several instances where alternate versions pop in and out. Most definitely. And it, it could, things could get very convoluted as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if they went, if they go too far with, with the whole multiverse thing. So, I mean, um, Hey, I mean, look, you never know, but yeah, and I can definitely see like, Hey, maybe they pull in four or five of these characters that I just mentioned, you know, and in the, in the movie, but like leave out the, leave out the rest. But I, I can't see all 12. It, it, like, I, I can't see how they can pull that off. <laughs> but it would be a good opportunity. This is the MCU and they pulled, this is the MCU and they've done crazy things like this before in the past. Well, other than holding <laughs> shows. Well, my point is, is that they pulled crazy things, even though it's not quite the same in the past. That nobody it really expected. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Loki, the variant Loki, ends up in Doctor Strange too. Mm-hmm. That that I think could happen. Very possibly, yeah. He's, he's he's at the what they call the nexus point, I guess, the void where all this stuff is the the root of all these universes is at. So you know that would make logic. Yeah, I, I see him making a cameo. Yeah, I mean, um, huh? there's already been rumors about it and whatnot, and it just makes sense uh, that probably it just a little bit. It just makes sense that they would. That I would think that they would connect those those stories you know what i mean it it makes sense um and then there's the the next loki series which is going to come after these movies so they're you know thread it some way in and out and back out probably back into i need to watch loki fuck shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah fuck wait you ever watched all loki (laughs) still on episode two Interesting. What? It wasn't interesting to me. You didn't, oh, you didn't watch the whole Loki series? I'm on episode two. Oh, well, you have to watch it. Yeah, I do. I know. I've loved Loki since I was like fucking 12. Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell y'all an interesting Just Loki story. It. You want to hear a real interesting Loki story? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Now, when I was a young child, I'm talking real little, before I even started school, I was uh, often kept by my great grandmother, who was born probably right in 1880. I, I believe that's when she was born. And I was a very rambunctious child running around, cutting up and getting in trouble. And she would say, Quit being Loki to me. Quit being Loki. Now, I had no idea at the time what she was, who she was referring to, and she certainly would have never known of Loki in a comic book or probably even Loki in the myths, but that was a, um, 
I guess come from her culture. She was a Swiss German and that, and so telling me not to be Loki, she's saying, don't be crazy. Don't be acting like a crazy mischievous person. And that dawned on me much later in life. And I said, oh my God, that's what she was saying to me. So that had been handed down somehow. That's so cute. Oh my God. So, so apparently I'm a, I'm a Loki. <laughs> Well, according to this, you're Loki's mom. Yep. <laughs> well, I prefer Renee over Loki's mom. I got to be honest with you. It just it just rolls yeah. off the tongue a lot better. Yeah. But, um, I go about I go by Loki's mom over on Podcast Champions. So, oh, yeah, but it's all what? it's all good. It's all good. Well, check this out. I actually, it's really cool. Actually, we did the Age of Ultron review the other night and whatnot. Renee, unfortunately, you, uh, you didn't get to come on with us. You missed it, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. But I saved the trailers for it. You know what? And I'll be honest with you. I love them. They're great trailers. So I thought, hey, you know what? Let's go old school. I'll play the trailers, and then we'll talk about them. Okay. I was designed to save the world. People would look to the sky and see hope. I'll take that from them first. There's only one path to peace. Their extinction. tried to create a suit of armor around the world. But I created something terrible. Artificial intelligence. It's called the Ultron program. I'm sick of watching people pay for our mistakes. Isn't why we fight so we can end the fight and go home? Well, you amazingly failed. <laughs> Nothing but our wit and our will save the world. So stand and fight. No way we all get through this. I got no plans tomorrow night. I'm always picking up after you, boys. We can tear them apart. From the inside. That's the best you can do! This vulnerable world something more powerful than any of us. Everyone creates the thing they dread. Ultron in the flesh. No matter who wins or loses, trouble always comes around. You'll never
it'll do something you don't understand. We have no place in the world. something beautiful. Everyone screaming for mercy. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. You're all puppets. Tangled in strings. Nothing lasts forever. What are you laughing at? I cried. Huh? I was crying during those. Like, what? Because of the trailers? Yeah. Why? I was fifteen. I was fucking <laughs> fifteen. Okay, so I mean, I don't understand. Are you like emotional? Like, I mean, I'm emotional like... because um, or, or are you like falling me? out? Like, Th that movie fucking changed me. <laughs> Or was it the 70% like plan B like increased shit that I threw up? That made me laugh. But yeah, that movie fucking changed me. Just to be clear. It's all the twins' fault. Go ahead, I was Nate. 13. I was 13 when this came out. 
Today, uh, I'm not the youngest. I bought my 11 year old son a vasectomy for his birthday because he's already got a higher body count than most like 37 year olds. <laughs> you know? You're nasty. Yeah, so, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just playing. Come on now. I'm a huge. Come on now. Does your son know you talk about him like that? You're no. such a I, I, I was playing my I was planning my retirement when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. But it's a good joke. Now. It's a good joke. But uh Nate, I'll start with you. Um what are your thoughts about Age of Ultron based off the trailers? Oh, I'm a huge fan of James Bader's character. Well, I mean James Bader is an actor. I see I, I watch him in the uh, blacklist. And uh, I've also seen um, uh, Stargate, the movie. Yeah, Stargate's a good movie. Yeah, he was in there and then, you know, and, and this as well. But I don't remember his office role. What? For all, his office? He wasn't on The Office. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, he, he was, was on the same? year, the year oh, after he was the... Corral left, yeah. It wasn't, yeah, the, he was wasn't the, their best He was one of the bosses. Season. Seriously? After Michael Scott. Spader, yeah. Spader was on the last season of Office? Well, the, the, yeah. the year after Steve Carell left, he, he no took shit. over the role of the boss. I didn't know that. I stopped yeah. watching The Office at, at like season four. I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, so he came in classic. in 2011. And then the season. <laughs> well, James Spader, he did some wonder. When he was younger, he did a lot of um, mm -hmm. um well, conventional parts, you know, he was cute. He was real cute looking, so he sort of played that. And he, well, the, the Renee, type, Renee, wasn't, type wasn't he somewhat kind of a part of like of that whole Molly Ringwald like mm -hmm. group, like like crew or whatever? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was during that. I think um, he tended to do less of those movies. One in particular, I remember he did with. Um, Diane Keaton, I think it was something about a baby. She was adopting a baby or something, and he plays this real just smarmy little asshole office guy who just sneaks around. He was just so good in that, but yeah, he's got that wonderful voice um, that just you Still know, that you, just, you know that's James Spader when he's speaking, and uh, so yeah, so he him he him voicing the. Um, Android was was really good, and, and I liked how he he used all the idiomatics type speech that Tony Stark used because, of course, this is this is Ultron comes a lot from Tony Stark's own brain. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me get back. To Nate, let me get back to Nate and let Nate finish up his comments. Nate, you said that you that that was thirteen or whatever when those trailers came out and whatnot. Um. You know, um, ex extending off of the trailers, what does Age of Ultron mean to you? Um, I guess you really to answer that question, Age of Ultron is, um, or how do you, or how, or let me change that question. How do you view it? Like, what is, what is your take on it? Oh, it was a really really great movie i just i thought that compared to the first avengers movie like it wasn't the first avengers movie made me laugh a lot especially since the first time i saw it second one on the other hand wasn't as much but it was still you know a 
it, it didn't have that humor, but it, it was still like a great movie. Well, look, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Jesus Christ, yeah. have, Jesus Christ could have made the second Avengers movie and it would <laughs> not have been good as fucking the first Avengers movie. All right. Like that's yeah. how it is. Yeah, um, but I mean, Jesus Jesus Christ is too virtuous for that shit. What do you mean? I'm sure if Jesus Christ wanted to make an Avengers movie, it would be fucking dope. <laughs> you know I don't what I'm believe in Jesus Christ. Well, either way. It would be, just... it'd be 12 Avengers, though. Yeah. What? Look, either I, way. I'm not getting into and, this. And, and Judas is the villain. Praise Satan. He's, he's the Loki in the story. <laughs> Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying. At the end of the day, if I've got to pick a director to fucking like direct an Avengers movie, I'm gonna pick Jesus Christ over fucking Joss Whedon. Same, but still, praise Satan. Whatever. <laughs> at least Jesus Christ looks masculine. Like you know what I'm saying. Josh, Joss Whedon looks like a fucking douche. Okay. He looks yeah. like a thumb on shoulders. D D Mega Doo Doo. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect for the Joss Whedon uh, uh, segment, but uh, Nate. Um, so, um, just one last thing. Do you feel like, um, oh, at the end of the day, do you feel like Age of Ultron is a good movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's good to hear. I, I like to hear that, Sally. And then I'll get to you, Renee. Um. So Sally, what what is your take on Age of Ultron? Well, for starters, bisexual awakening. But um, in all seriousness, uh, it introduced some amazing characters. Um, it it really tugged at your heartstrings, like making these twins. You don't kill off only one twin. But, um... I understand why they did that, though. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I do understand why they did it for emotional damage, but... <laughs> also because she's incredibly gifted. She's so powerful. She's so strong. And he can run really, really fast. And that's all siblings. Okay. So, and it just made me feel things because I'm a twin. I have a sister who is better than me <laughs> behaviorally okay. and like mentally, was, she's better than what, me. In every what was way. your What was your take on the film overall? What did you think of the movie? Oh, what did I think of the movie? Interesting characters, good plot, bad execution. Okay. Okay. Looking Anything back else? at it now, I'm looking at it compared to the first and last two Avengers movies. Doesn't hold up. If I had to rank them compared to every other Avengers movie, I would probably have Old Age of Ultron last, but if I had to rank them amongst other MCU movies, it'd probably be Middle of the Pack. Yeah. Most definitely. Okay, Jeff. I mean, what? Oh, I'm sorry about that, folks. That must be, that must be technical difficulties. Nate, did you put that? Did you put that graphic vul vulgar stuff up on the screen? What happened there? Hey, like I said, I uh, I, crabbed, I clicked the uh, wrong uh, Google link. 
Go, oh. go, go sit in the corner. Well, I don't have access to like this. I don't have it through this Google tab. I have it through a different one. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, you know, if you're going to have the infinity stones and be all powerful and everything and whatnot, you know, you should at least, and you are like basically like a male, like you're masculine or whatever and shit. You know, you would think that at the point that like you're as intelligent, like as like uh, Ultron and everything is so powerful that you would at very least like give yourself some type of penis. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I give myself the biggest titties ever. Yeah, but Ultron, would, Black Widows. Ultron would look stupid with titties like <laughs> with a penis. At least he would look like normal. <laughs> you know, Renee, what do you think? About what? <laughs> The titties. Do you think? What do you think? Ultra, ultra with titties or penis? Well, he doesn't need either. I mean, he creates, <laughs> I mean, he creates his own offspring with machinery. So, I mean, he's got I, everything he needs. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. good point. <laughs> Back to the serious stuff. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what do I think about the whole the whole movie? Uh, no, no, but no, Renee. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you. Um, sorry. What like what do what do you get out of the trailers yourself personally? Oh, out of the trailers? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, how how long has it been since you saw them, or did you even see them before? Probably never even saw them because, like I say, I don't really. I'm. I may do it a little bit more now. More now into these, but I I know when the Age of Ultron came out, it was. so I, I don't even think I saw it in the theater. I think well, the first what do they do for you? TV. Like, so what do they do for you now? Watching oh, them now, now? Like, now? Yeah. <laughs> not a lot. I mean, it can be the best trailer in the world, and it's you know, I mean, I, I, watching them now after having seen the movie is it's anticlimactic. I mean, if I hadn't seen the movie and then. Have saw the trailers before I've seen the movie. I could maybe have a better opinion on it. But well, right let now, me ask you. Like, let yeah. me ask you another question, though. Okay. Um, what if it was? What if it was an Age of Ultron trailer reaction video? Have you ever watched one of those YouTube reaction videos where people react to the trailers? I've looked at the reaction to songs. Okay, to, well, uh, like, they do. Like, they like do rappers that. listening to heavy metal music stuff like that. Well, they do. The, they do them for the <laughs> so trailers for the MCU movies too, and whatnot, and everything. Uh-huh. Do you do you think that like that human effect on like seeing that like the faces of the people like flipping out and everything watching the trailer would impact how you felt about it? No. No. <laughs> okay. No. So, the important question. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 the different one, remember. Do I know. you feel at all, Renee? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he hasn't asked me the question, how did I feel about the movie? Yeah, I'm about to get there. So what is your take on Age of Ultron, Renee? Okay, I really did like it. Like I think I had seen it once before and saw it on television, and then I rewatched it again in preparation for I was gonna hopefully I was gonna be on the show uh this last Wednesday, but due to technical difficulties. I wasn't able to. However, I did watch the movie and prep for it, and I was really impressed with it. I'll, I'll tell you the truth: it it got it into some deep things that um, I really have been kind of whining about. Um, there, of course, the what's the little country that they're in, Sokovia or something like that? It's sort of a microcosm for Earth, but it's like. Here, here it comes. They're going to destroy everything, and this is how people are going to be affected by it. And of course, you see it with the with the twins and everything, and 
um, everything that has been happening to that country up, up to that point, you know, all due to Tony Stark and his marvelous inventions that, that the world just is amazed by. And then here we see the reality of it, how these things affect these people in, the, in this small country and it just tears them apart. Um, so, yeah, and a lot of the, they got into some political issues and whatnot, which, you know, we probably don't want to discuss here, but um, yeah, it was probably one of the, probably more, one of the more intellectual uh, outings for the Avengers. Absolutely. And what do you think of all the flack that Age of Ultron gets from, from some people? Did you watch the review the other night on the Bleeding Edge? No. Okay, well... We had some, um, some you know, very like not so into Age of Ultron guests, and so, so what do you think of that? I mean, do you think that um, the movie has holes and like it really it does? It, it's worth like being criticized to some sure. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Any movie can be criticized. No, no, no. What I mean is, what I mean is to a level where like people are like, it's a, it's a bad movie. Oh no! That, well, I mean, you know, that's. It's all subjective, but to just say flat out, oh, this was just a bad movie is, is ridiculous. I think just, you know, if, even if you don't like, there are plenty of movies out there that I don't like, but I'm not going to say they're bad movies because, you know, I can, I can tell that they're not. They just, for whatever reason, they don't appeal to me. Uh, so, yeah, I don't understand that. Um, I don't really get into all that stuff, <laughs> you know, for myself. I, I want to enjoy the series as as they're doing it. I like watching how like like what you do, Jeff, is bring out a lot of the stuff with Feige and all that, and and uh, you sort of stay on that and and uh, keep up with him. So and he's really got control over this. This is his. Oh baby. well, Renee, I'm I mean, very interested. Good. I'm very interested in what he's doing and what Renee, the Once I set up the uh, the Bleeding Edge OnlyFans channel and everything, I think Feige's <laughs> Feige's going to be done with me. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't I don't think he's gonna take my phone calls anymore at that point. <laughs> he doesn't know, Jeff. <laughs> Does he exactly? No. no. I'm I'm not I'm a pretty I'm a pretty chill dude. I'm I'm pretty talented, but I'm not uh, I'm not at, I'm not at Feige level yet. <laughs> I want to go online with uh, on a podcast show with Martin Scorsese myself. Oh yeah, <laughs> and debate what is cinema. <laughs> well, I'll tell you um, that. Um, Oh man, Nate! Nate, why do you got to keep um, uh, you know, uh, uh, hacking my shit and everything and whatnot? I can't breathe. Oh my god! Ah, folks, only on the bleeding edge.
But anyways, uh, so no, you know, I, I think it's actually an interesting uh, conversation to have. Um, <laughs> you know, um, there's this um, very, I mean, I don't want to say that it's, it's like a massive amount of sentiment um, out there. There's like, you know, there there are, you know, there, there are a lot of actual like, you know. My penis is on conveyor belts. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? I <laughs> I don't know. I think I thought Nate hacked my stream yard. I'm gonna pop along. Oh, okay. I, I do have that. access to the stream yard, just not on this Google account. Oh, okay. Oh my god, I'm gonna pop there's along. a baggage handler that got fired somewhere. <laughs> so, anyways, um, what I wanted to talk about and get into was the fact that um, there are like quite a few like legit. Um, people in the fandom, YouTubers, podcasters, and stuff like that, that um, basically, you know, their prognosis is that um, Marvel Studios is done. Um, like, they've lost their magic, and uh, they, they hit their peak. And at that point, um, like, uh, you know, uh, things are just going to continue to go downhill, and, like, they're never going to be able to do anything that's ever going to reach the level or the fever pitch um, you know, or the impact, and then, uh, one, like, and then one billion dollars later. <laughs> um. So, where do these people live, and where can I find them, and where do they work, and whether there's social security numbers? Because I need to tear some shit down. I, I need to show them. Spider-Man Far From Home later. Well, no, I mean this is a serious thing. Like, I mean, there are legitimately, I, you know, I got some skulls that need crushing. Yeah, I mean, the people that are online that are doing all this bitching and moaning, they're a tiny percentage of the people who are going out there and seeing those movies. That's the that's the main thing. Like I say, most of the fans don't really bother with the fan sites and all that type of stuff. Some well, no, no. That, Renee, but, but that's the thing, Renee. I'm talking about there are, like, legit, like, um, publicly known, like, well-known, successful YouTubers and stuff like that and whatnot and streamers and shit that, like, they, you know, half of their content is about, like, slamming Marvel and how Marvel's well, done. They, they got to sell content, too. They got to get viewers on their eyeballs on their YouTube channel. So, you know, it's take it with a grain of salt. Well, let me ask you a question, Nate. If you don't mind, if, if I can yeah. borrow your, if I can borrow your attention for a minute, um, uh, you know, you tell me, um, after, after the year we got, uh, 2021, what we got from Marvel in that year, um, what, wh what's your, like, what's your attitude right now? Like, where are you as far as like your optimism of like where, where Marvel Studios is at right now? So I, I am one of the very few that actually think that Spider-Man Far From Home was a better movie than Endgame. Wait um, a minute. Wait, a, wait, a, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Far I'm from sorry. No, no, no way home. home. Just sorry. No way home. Not far from home. Wait a minute. What? Hold on wait, a minute. Who here. thinks that? I got to make sure I understand what's going on here. This is interesting. I have never heard this before. This is a very new premise for me. Okay, go ahead. Had to drop that. Had to drop that. Okay. So you're telling me, Nate, that you've come to the conclusion that Spider-Man 3 is better than Endgame. I like it better. Yeah. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. Ah. Look, Nate, at the end of the day, 
Um, I what, like movies that make me laugh, and I found that Spider-Man No Way Home made me laugh more than uh, Endgame did. Well, hey, you know what? I mean, look, that's very positive. I do, I do, I do think that's very positive, and like you know, I get where you're coming from. You know, like as a fan, uh, when you consume entertainment. You should like what you like and everything and whatnot. And if the humor part and like that kind of humor, like in Spider-Man Three, does it for you or whatever, um, I respect that. Like you know that yeah. that the film is that great. But I just got to tell you at the end of the day that like, um, Avengers Endgame is fucking awesome compared to Spider-Man Three. Like there's not even comparison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now Endgame is my number two. Number two. Okay. So your Endgame is your shit. You notice, you notice, you notice, you notice Renee's being silent I right now. That Renee's being silent because she doesn't know what to say. Yeah, don't know what to say. What do you know? What what? what? Sorry, talking about which is the better movie, yeah. Endgame or Spider? Are this uh, No Way Home? Is that the question? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, absolutely. As far as I go, I mean, Endgame is far better made movie um uh and i and i personally liked it better than i liked the spider-man but then i'm just not a big spider-man as i've said before i'm not a big spider-man fan nate though i mean that's his favorite movie so i mean hey, that's you know the one what? he likes that's the one he likes best so i mean that's that's a legitimate thing it's it's liking stuff is always subjective it, i mean it's just going to boil down to a personal things that we see or catch on you know like i say i catch on to a lot of stuff in these movies that i don't think the average fan does and that's what fascinates me about it well i'm gonna start calling nate big balls nate at this point you know what i'm saying (laughs) because you know at the point that you're going to be dropping stuff like this i mean you know spidey balls yeah because uh no listen nate i'm just playing i'm just playing around brother i respect you know your opinion and what you what you like and don't like and whatnot and everything and uh, your wrong opinion. No, no. Listen, I mean, at the end of the day, honestly, at the end of the day, um, you know, like um, we all, uh, we all have our own personal likes about cinema, about movies, about actors, mm-hmm. about everything, and like uh, at the same time, um, I forget, Nate, how old are you? Twenty. Nate's 20, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, I'm 39, you know, like Renee's like 42 and mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and Sally's what? Sally, you're what? 21? Yes. Almost 22. 21. So, I mean, of course we're all going to have different opinions about what we like when it comes to movies and stuff like that and everything. Like that's how it's going to be. Um, And, you know, good for you. I mean, Nate, you know what I'm saying? That if, if, if you feel that way about Spider-Man three and, um, you know, honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I go back and watch it for a second time next week. That's my plan. I'm going to go watch it for a second time. Cause I do think it is worth going to see a second time in theater. I do think that, um, but I will tell you this though. Uh, Renee already knows that I didn't think that highly of Spider-Man three. I did not. I think that it was completely overrated, totally overrated. It was a good movie. It was solid. But it was not kind – at the end of the day, like Renee already kind of mentioned, Spider-Man is the most popular character in Marvel history. Like it's the mo- he's the most popular superhero in Marvel history. 
he'll always be the most popular character in, in the MCU. He is, you know. Wasn't he the first character in Marvel history too? No. 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 No, I'm wrong. No, but um, no, but he's he is the most popular at the end of the day. Um, and uh, so going back, like I said, going back, just kind of like you know about uh uh just just quickly about how. Again, I've mentioned about, you know, how there's people out there doom and gloomy and saying that Marvel Studios is done and this and that and whatever and whatnot. And um, I just want to point out, and then you guys can let me know if you have anything to react off this. For me, like, of course, I'm very optimistic about Marvel Studios. Like, I think very highly what they do. Uh, I, I believe in them. I do. You know what I mean? Like, I believe that they have, like, I believe that, I believe that they have um, the right people in the right places and they make the right decisions, you know, um, and they put the right people in, in the positions that need that where they need those people and they make it all work, you know? And at the end of the day, um, they're like a machine. Um, and you know, um, again, they, they built up what went down eventually with infinity war and Endgame was built up over 10 years. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's so kind of like almost like petty or like not even logical to even like be reading the tea leaves right now after like one year, you know what I mean, or, or, or whatever, after like what, years. after two years since Endgame or whatever, you know, like. Yeah, a lot of it's wishful thinking for a lot of people because they wanted yeah. to fail. They actually wanted to fail. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Well, I don't see I don't see how that's positive for anybody. Like I don't no. see I I don't see what's achieved from that. Just right. drama, just bullshit. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, I have one thing to say to to all the people out there that saying that that Marvel Studios is done and that you know, anyway, the one thing I have to say is you're I just like I'm a Marvel content creator. I'm also a wrestling content creator. And by far, Marvel is doing a so much better job than WWE is right now. And how in the world is WWE continuing going? I mean, okay, it's it's okay to... Like, I watch it every now and then. I don't watch it as much as I used to for WWE. But... My point is, is that Marvel is, oh, oh, um, Marvel compared to WWE is so much better, and yeah. WWE is can still continuing what they're doing. So, to all those people that are saying that Marvel Studios is done, yeah, no, they are. If WWE is still creating content, then why Marvel? Why why is Marvel Studios done? Well, they can't. I mean, for for right now, it's it's a juggernaut. I mean, they've got so much invested in it. You can figure their movies are going to keep going for several years, and and the TV shows too, especially yeah. the TV shows. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of it's just envy because of the massive amount of money they make. I mean, it's an obscene amount that they're making. Uh, going back to what I was talking about, what Jeff just what he was talking about. Um, this has never been done in in cinema history where they have taken this huge block of films 
and interwove them as it were as as one larger narrative or or you can call it a saga a film saga it is it is you're right and, 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 and you really saga. have to wrangle it and keep it together and i'm sure they have the marvel has a strong team that that they stay on everything to keep it they do keep they continuity do going yeah they do. Renee Fe Feige has his team. He's got his like five, six, seven people or whatever that are like his close, you know, like, you know, team people. And like they they're all attached to all the stuff that gets produced. Like their names are always there in the credits at the end. You just mm -hmm. don't notice them. Yeah, because they name everybody who took a piss on set. No, I mean, seriously, like Feige has a crew. He's got like six, seven, eight people. Yeah, that, you know that's like I think one of the, the guys' names is like Victor Alonso or something like that. And there's a couple yeah. different ones where they they're a part of everything. They're they're consistent. They're on everything. Yeah, you know, and then also Renee, they have Sarah Finn doing all their casting, mm -hmm. and she and she's basically been batting fucking seven thousand. You know what I'm saying in that mm -hmm. area. So yeah. you know, yeah. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I think she's like the unsung MVP of like fucking Marvel Studios. Yeah. You know? She handled the whole thing with fucking Edward Norton mm -hmm. and, and put Ruffalo in there and whatnot. That worked. She she handled the thing with Thomas Howard, brought in fucking, um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name to do Rhodey? Um, and it worked. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Huh? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah. It worked. It was seamless. It worked, you know. Not every casting director could do something like that and make that happen like that. So, um, I either way, um, Renee, you made you made some good points there, and I think it's very important to, again, just take into consideration that they know their formula and that it works. Yeah, you know, and at that point if they're going to follow that formula, it's going to take three, four, five years for this shit's going to, this shit to all flush out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but they well, know. Right. When the first films began, I mean, even up to, I would say Ultron, did we know it was going towards the end game? I mean, they, they know no right now, Renee, like, yeah. they know right now what the next big, big thing is. They know oh, yeah. already. They got it all mapped yeah. out. Like they do, just a, just in case people don't think that, that don't understand this or, or grasp this, they know already like what they're gonna do with the Avengers, like all of it. What the big right. deal is, they already know. You know, Marvel Studios is always five, six years planning ahead. Here's to another ten years in this fandom. Which, which Renee, again, just like just just to go off what you said earlier, nobody has ever done anything like that before in cinema. Right. It's never been done like that before. Nobody has ever approached movie making like that, ever. I mean, we think of James Bond, and it's and that's been going on forever. I mean, since that now that was James first James Bond came out. I was a little kid, and I remember seeing Look, those. I could get drunk and smoke crack and fucking direct a, a James Bond movie and make it work. <laughs> Back in the day. Name is Bond, James Bond. All you need, all you need, all you need is like two or three fine ladies. You know what I'm saying? You know, and a, a halfway decent dude to be James Bond, 
And then, and then he just does the same shit, basically, like in different ways in every film. Yeah, yeah that's, that was my point. Yeah, just it's yeah. always the same, basically the same form, the same movie. They just reboot it every so often. There you go. Didn't Jeremy Renner play him at one point? Hell no. That's something else. He, no, I think I know what you're talking about. If somebody it's ever casted, Jer- if, if some, no, if it wasn't James Bond, but it was a Mission it, Impossible. It, it, Sally, if somebody ever fucking hired Jeremy Renner to be James Bond, I would literally fire them completely. <laughs> no, oh Jeremy, God, who he, was he doesn't have to worry about. What was the movie? Oh gosh, oh, God, they, had the, they had the they had. I can't remember the name of the actor, but wasn't he? Didn't he have? There was like another main character who played like a coach in Friday Night Lights. Born Legacy. Found it. What? Or no, wait. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah, what? yeah. Nate, Nate, what are you talking about? So there's this new movie. Either it just came out or it, it's going to come out like pretty soon where. It cast Jeremy Renner and then it cast one other character, but I can't remember his name. He played the the guy that I can't remember his name played in Friday Night Lights. Oh, uh, as the head oh, coach. Fuck! I was thinking. The, I, I thought James Bond, but I was thinking of James, Jason Bourne. Okay. Never mind. Okay. okay. Well, I'm confused, but at the end of the day. The Born Legacy. It was a very shitty movie. Oh yeah, no, I actually I like the Born Legacy. Shitty twenty four movie. Well, listen, wake up, everybody. Moon Knight trailer. Hello and welcome to Staying Awake. I have a sleeping disorder. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Hello and welcome to Staying Awake. Losing it. We'll catch you on. You're bloody useless. Stevie. Steven. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between my eyes and dreams. dreams. Thank you. Lost the contact lens. Hope you find it. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? It must be very difficult. The voice in your head. Shut up! There's chaos in you. Okay, now that is a really cool trailer. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was really cool. Um, 
You guys, you guys could could disagree with me. You never know. But, I thought uh, it was cool. I, also, I, just as a side note, folks, I actually have some inside information here. I have a video of Sally uh, doing her first road test to get her driver's license. So I didn't know say that. I thought that was you. Way to give me more anxiety, Jeff. Thanks. <laughs> Holy fuck, really, really good parallel parking there. Yeah, too, didn't you? Sally, were you trying to copy the white chick from the Stevie Wonder video or some shit? You looked very African-American in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing to cover a panic attack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sally was like, I'm gonna distract the police with my with blackface. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe. No. Renee, what, what did you what did you think of that parallel parking? That was really good, yeah. Very, very ace ventura style. Way to call me out, Jeff. Jokes on you, I haven't even taken my driving test yet. Oh my god, that was the funniest setup ever. I'm telling you right now, that was hilarious. I'm sorry, but I can't even like. Oh my god, love you, Jeff. I just, I mean, I just uh, that is just so funny to me that I can't even like. I don't know what to do. But, I can't uh, drive because of my seizures. But glad car crashes are funny to you, Jeff. What? I'm glad car crashes are funny to you. Well, I mean, no, you know, look, I mean, that chick seemed fine. Was that a chick? Yeah. It was. I mean, she jumped out like she was ready to rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. She no. was probably she was probably on her way to the uh, the, the the five o'clock crack giveaway. <laughs> right, just like Chappelle. But uh, anyways, <laughs> so uh, as far as the Moonlight trailer goes, I'll start with you, Renee. Um, what are your thoughts on on the Moonlight trailer? Had you seen it already? Yeah, I've seen it a couple times already. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a very good trailer. I got a, uh, I got a sort of a Hitchcock vibe there when he's like falling, um, like falling out of the whatever it is into the trees, and and that sort of reminded me of uh, Jimmy Stewart having one of his vertigo attacks. So yeah, um, but this guy's kind of messed up in his head, and it's very dark and. Yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah, when's I mean, start, I, I, when's it start ne- next month? March thirtieth. Okay. Stay March tuned. March thirtieth. Yeah, March thirtieth. Sally, the MCU girl. And thoughts on <laughs> thoughts on Moon Knight? It was um mental, mentally ill man. What else? And, uh, but like, more. I've. I'm not sure what my thoughts are other than this is kind of triggering, but also looks really cool. Okay. That's all you got? Yeah. What what do you mean by triggering? Like insomnia, mental illness, shit like that. In yourself? Within yourself? Yeah. Y'all tell anybody I'll kill you! I'll kill you! Butter and crap, man. He kicked his habit back in the joint. Now he's got a 
What the fuck? What the fuck, Nate? Why? Anyways, Nate, do you have anything to say about the Moonlight trailer? Um, it was a really, it was really interesting. So, you know, I'm kind of, I, I know I brought this point up before, but I'm, I'm wondering this. I want to know to see if there's any other, like, what kind of MCU ties there. I mean. Obviously, it's an MCU show, but my point is, what other what ties do they have to other MCU shows? Like, is it just going to be mentioned how uh, Eternals was, or are they going to bring some other characters? Well, uh, when you go on Google or DuckDuckGo and you and you pull up Moon Knight, they have Sharon Carter listed as being in the series. Oh fuck! Really? Yes. That bitch. What do you mean that bitch? Sharon Carter. Yeah, I know the the, the pitch from the Winter Soldier, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Power Broker. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah, supposedly she's in the show. I I hate that bitch. Honestly, Nate, that wow. that that's a good question. But to tell you the truth, if I had to guess, um, it's already been put out that um, Werewolf by Night is going to be in it when he's beating up that person or whatever when he's like punching mm-hmm. that dude. That's Werewolf by Night from the comics. That's who that is. That's Jack Russell, Werewolf by Night. He's in the series, right? And um, that's where Moon Knight was introduced in the comic books. He was introduced in Werewolf by Night. So um, on the series, I kind of think that they're probably going to have a very contained cast because in the Moon Knight comic book, uh, he has like, a uh, a crew like he has Frenchie he's got people he has friends and like uh you know and allies and stuff that like uh that help him and are part of his crime fighting you know what I'm saying yeah he's not a big crossover character that's like always looking to jump jump in with other superheroes or whatever he kind of does his own thing so Honestly, uh, Nate, of course, just because it's Marvel, I'm sure that like some superhero or 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 like um, some like, you know, female MCU superhero or whatever or some character from Marvel will pop up on the show that that like we don't know about or whatever, of course. But I think for the most part, you're not going to see a ton of uh, crossover with other characters. And uh, I, I'm, and I thought it was sad about what happened to the Gaspard Udio. Uh, apologize if I butchered this name, but Gaspard Udio. Yeah. He uh, yeah. died in a ski accident. He uh, actually plays in the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sad, very tragic. Oh my God, that's so um, sad. We had a young woman that was going to be on the MCU's Bleeding Edge. Her name is Robin. And, um, uh, I, I, I got connected with her through Jermaine, um, that comes on the bleeding edge, my good friend, Jermaine, that's the co-host of Trekkers Delight. And, um, long story short, he connected me with Robin and I met her on the phone and we talked for a while, got to know each other and everything. And she was going to come on and guest. And, um, she died the other day. Uh, suddenly, really? yeah, oh she's my like, god, at like, at like the age 25 or 27 or something, and um, holy shit. so it was like sudden, it just it happened, and she died. And um, 
it was like a big blow to like the whole Trekkers to light, you know, crew or whatever, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, they have a big team. You know, they have like 10, 11, 12 people all together that come oh, on the different Star Trek shows they do and stuff. So, um, you know, like uh, I, even though I never really knew her, um, I um, I joined the um, I joined the Trekkers to light people on the day that they had like a meeting, like a get together to like grieve and everything and talk about it and everything. I joined with them and I sat with them and talked to them about it and told them what I thought about Robin and gave, gave her my, you know, my last respects and everything. And, um, you know, just thought did what I thought was right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, it's too bad, you know, like, uh, she really wanted to come on the bleeding edge. You know what I mean? Like it it was, it was, uh, something that she was looking forward to doing. So, um, you know, what can you do? I mean, things happen, you know, like uh, you got to enjoy what you have. Like, you mm-hmm. know. Speaking of death, did you guys hear Meatloaf died? No. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear about that? No. No, but I've heard enough death, though. So, I mean, you know, I'm good. Okay. For- <laughs> you know, Louis okay. Anderson also passed away. Who? Louis oh, Anderson. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. There you go. Yeah, that's life. Yeah, you know. But anyways, um, so back back off the depressing shit. Um, <laughs> so um, basically, um, also uh, in terms of the MCU right now and whatnot, and, and some stuff that's actually going on, um, we talked earlier a little bit about uh, Doctor Strange two with Nate and everything and whatnot. Um. I just wanted to really quick, uh, you know, uh, hop back on with you, Renee. I told you I'd catch up with you when we talk about the podcast of champions and everything. Um, so uh, Sally actually what? is also a member of Sakar.freeforms.net, but has not appeared on the podcast of champions as of yet. Um, hopefully, we'll maybe, hopefully, we'll, maybe we'll be able to get Nate on there too sometime. But um, Renee has been jumping on with the podcast of champions on the weekends and uh, doing some uh, book of Boba Fett reviews and stuff like that and whatnot. And um, Renee, you were going to tell us a little bit about that. Oh, oh, the Boba, yeah, I had just lost my screen there for a little bit. Um, yeah, the Boba Fett uh, series, um, I've really been enjoying it so far. It's up to episode four now, and then they're going to have uh, podcast of champions. We'll do um, a review for that particular episode tomorrow afternoon, Eastern standard time at 5 PM. And uh, yeah, because I really like the Mandalorian and I'm not a huge star Wars fan. I'll I'll be upfront about that. I like the first uh, movies when they came out um, years ago and, um, Beyond that, I just never really got back into it. But I really like the Mandalorian, and I like how the Western theme is is uh, goes through it. It and uh, Boba's um, he's a different character. He's he's sort of a, I think he's sort of going to become like a lawman not not a lawman in the in the sense of you know working actually for a Law, law enforcement agency he's sort of like the new marshal in town and he's taken over the huts uh uh territory on what's toon tween or something like that <laughs> yeah anyway so far i've enjoyed it oh, it's been a great show i've really enjoyed it too i just i unfortunately mm-hmm. have been missing the episodes on the podcast of champions um mm-hmm. 
but I'm trying to rectify that. I'm going to team up with Renee, right? You're going to be on there on Saturday, right? Yep. 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 I'll be there too. I think Alexis, Alexis is going to come on too. From, from MCU's Bleeding Edge, you know Alexis. Mm, oh, you don't remember? You don't remember I, I, may, I may have met her. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. That's fine. I think I have, yeah. I think I think you're right. I have met her. Yeah, yeah. She's uh yeah, she's a, she's a she's a semi-regular on the bleeding edge. Um but um uh I wanted to mention also that um I, I kind of wanted to get you guys thoughts, like kind of see where you guys were at and whatnot in terms of you know what we're gonna get um Marvel movie wise in 2022 in terms of us getting Doctor Strange 2. Uh, Thor 4, Love and Thunder, and then us getting Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Uh, going around the table, starting off with you, Sally, if you had to just really quick kind of just like, you know, top of the head, like rank those films, like how well you'll think they'll do, like, you know, best to worst, like where would you go with them? I'd say best would probably be the second Doctor Strange movie, uh, just because... It just seems like a really cool premise. The The next on the tier list would be Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. And then the bottom would be... Um, shit, what was the third one? Oh my god. Um, the, the bottom one would be the... Um, help me out here. <laughs> I know Wakanda Forever is going to be... Kind of sad, kind of bittersweet. I agree with you on that. I'm not ready to watch that one. Neither am I. Um, the the bottom tier for me is Thor: Love and Thunder, just because Thor has overstayed his welcome, in my opinion. What? What? Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm hearing all kinds of crazy shit at this point, so I don't even know what to say. But uh, that's okay, you know. No, because because like Fat Suit Thor, probably the the peak Thor. The, I've had enough Thor at that point. Okay, whatever. Um, okay, whatever. No, nah, I'm just playing. Hey, look, it's all good. If that's what you think, I mean, that's what you think. Maybe you'll honestly, be honestly. Right. It could be good. I heard Jane Foster is going to get the hammer or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be fun, but overall Thor movies went from completely serious and badass to, whoa, this is this would be fun to watch if I was stoned. So basically, just uh, basically off what you just said, Sally, uh, uh, to encapsulate your thoughts, it's like this. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yes. There you exactly. go. We got exactly. it right there. Fuck. We got it right there. So Nate, give us the ranking. Um, I'm not ready to watch Black Panther just yet, so that's probably why I'm gonna put Black Panther. Part of me wants to put him at one, but part of me wants to put him at three. And. Let's just say because of uh, what happened to Tyreek Boseman, I'm probably going to put him at three. 
but then well, I made a I made a really fucked up funny meme about Black Panther and Wakanda and shit that I can show you if you want, but you might not want to see it because the people have seen it and they thought it was very like politically incorrect. So sorry. <laughs> um no, Nate, I'm no, seriously though, Nate, give what, what's your ranking? Three so going from three to one, Black Panther. Thor wait, what do you mean, wait a minute, wait, what do you mean three to one? We're going so from three yes to worst to best. Worst. Oh, so you're going worst to best? Worst to best. Okay. Okay, so you're saying Black Panther 2, worst. Thor Lum Thunders 2, and Doctor Strange is 1. Okay. I, th- I think that so far, that is the most legit like list that I think we've gotten. What do you think, Renee? Well, which which opens first, Love and Thunder or Doctor Strange? In the Multiverse of Madness. So that's the next one we're going to see is Doctor Strange. Okay, so um, now what's the what's the actual criteria here? Are you talking about what I like? What best you, I think will be the big best the worst? That's yeah, the but in, yeah, but but in terms of what I like personally, or what I think it'll do at the box office, overall quality of the films. What okay. do you think out of the three? Of overall them? qualities of the film. Um. Bleh. I don't really know. I would say probably Doctor Strange is going to be probably the best of the of the three, um, as far as quality of film goes, because it's just going to have such good. Co- it's they can go anywhere with that story, so I, they're going to have a lot to play with. Um, after that, I would say Black Panther and then Love and Thunder. So it's Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Love and Thunder. Okay, so you've got you you just have it switched. That like then Nate like you think that um you think that Black Panther two could potentially actually be better than Thor four? Uh, yes and no. Um, she's going off of how like as a collective of how they how, how the ratings will be and things like that. I'm going off of my own personal opinion. Same. Yeah, that's what I'm going off to. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um. Now, let me ask you a question, though, Renee. Why would you, um, why would you go in that direction and feel that way about Black Panther two? Uh, there again, I think it's going to be um, interesting to see how they patch up the Chadwick Boseman uh, absence. Um, uh, I think they're going to try harder with it, simply because of that reason. Um, uh, I kind of go with uh, Sally as far as Thor goes. Yeah, he's kind of they've kind of done about everything they can with Thor. Um, he's just a big guy with a hammer, basically. And uh, so, you know, I think maybe this may be his swan song. I don't know. He may be moving more to the background as one of the elder statesmen of the Avengers. So we'll see what happens. But just, just going just off the top of my head, who knows down six you know when they start coming out well that's when we'll know for sure <laughs> all right we can i have a opinions. feeling that we are going to like lose the the lose the hammer lose the axe kind of where he's on really on his own doing solo stuff and more as a guardian hmm. Possibly, Guardians yeah. of the galaxy yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't want to lose Thor because he's one of the main Avengers. You know, he's one of the main Marvel heroes. I don't think. I he's mean, going we lost the rest of them. So. Well, I mean, yeah. Bruce Banner. 
Well, look, and that that's and actually Hawkeye, that's, that's actually an interesting um, side topic that I think ties in and is very important and, and we're talking about. And that's the fact that um, how important is it to maintain and keep at least one or two of the original six Avengers in the MCU as long as possible? I mean, how much yeah. merit? Is there for that? Like, how much you know? How valuable is that? How important is I, that? I have like, a feeling that we might lose Hawkeye pretty soon because ever since Age of Ultron, he's the whole the whole thing is about him well, wanting Nate, to. Hold on, hold on. That's not what I want to know, though. What I'm asking is, and I'll start. I'll start with you, Sally. How important? How valuable? How critical is it that we actually do maintain and keep four, at least, like you know, or Banner? like for the next Avengers film. Gonna be honest, it's really not that critical. Cause we're going into like territory where the next Avengers, as established in Age of Ultron of the people who were supposed to be the new ones, are either all trained, dead, mentally ill, but the original Avengers are all also almost gone. So, like, I'm thinking if we keep one of them, it's going to be Banner. Because Hawkeye just wants out at this point. Um, well, Sally. And it's not really critical to keep them at this point. Sally. No, I get where you're going, Sally. But going to you, Nate. My thing is is that um, is it, isn't the whole nostalgia aspect with the fandom like how 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 the fandom generally feels about the original six Avengers, about those people, those actors and actresses, those characters. Like, um, isn't that something that is extremely powerful and like very impactful? I think it really depends on which audience you're looking at. If you're talking about a newer newer audience for younger uh, for the younger generation, then yeah, I, I mean, yeah, probably not. But if you're talking about somebody like that's been watching, been watching like the Avengers like movies theaters well for the past you know say ten years or so, then yeah, I do think it is. Yeah, Renee, what um in your mind, what is what's gonna be what's gonna sell better? Like what's gonna be more impactful? What what is what is the fan what is the fan gonna be happiest with? An Avengers five. That gets Thor and Banner in it, or whatever, or one that's devoid of all of the old guard. Well, I don't think it's going to be that way. Um, we already have um, the Scarlet Witch and and the new the new Vision. I mean, certainly they're going to factor into it. Um, you've got um, the new Captain America, the um, Sam Falcon. Yeah. And then you and then you have uh, the Winter Soldier. They'll they'll be involved in some way. So you're Renee. actually bringing, you're actually bringing you you you're not going to have the big cast, you know, the main cast, but you're going to have more of the um, side people that never got the never got that much into it, like like the Winter Soldier and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think they'll be a part of it in some way. And uh, but yeah, I think it's important that they do have continuity with some of the older characters just you know and over time then you can fade them out you just can't go boom and just have a whole new cast come in i don't think that would work 
Well, Renee, just so you know, there's a new rule that I am that I just I'm imposing on the bleeding edge right now at this moment. For now on, we only call Captain America Captain America. Sam Wilson is Captain America. There's no okay. more new Captain America. That's over. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? It's Captain right. America now. That's it. Captain America. Because he deserves that shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he earned it. You know, so you know, I'm just fucking with you, Renee. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's, no, I'm so saying that's important to me. You know what I mean? It really is. Like, you know, like honestly, I think, I think, uh, I've been, I've been searching left and right to try to find a a a quality Sam as Captain America poster that I can buy that I want to put up, but I can't find one. I can't find a good one that I like. Um, I'm all in for Sam Wilson as Captain America. Like mm-hmm. I am all in and I'm putting it, I'm putting it out right now. Like I will put money down on this shit. I will bet money that like straight up, like Captain America four with Sam Wilson as Captain America is going to be a fucking awesome movie. It's going to be a great movie. Can like, I put money on this too? How much? How much? 20 bucks? I bet I would Anybody? bet. I bet I would bet a hundred bucks that. It will be a it will be another great classic Captain America movie just like the Russo Brother ones. I have that kind of money. How about 20, 20 bucks? I don't even bother betting if it's not at least a hundred or over. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Final offer fifty. Whatever. Okay. Because <laughs> like no one no one will be Chris Evans for me, but like also Anthony Mackie is excellent. I'm just telling you right now, like, I just have a gut feeling about it. They're going to pull it off. They're going to make a really fucking solid Captain America 4 with Sam Wilson. It's going to be great. What do you think, Nate? What do you think, Nate? I think that they are. I'm I'm, I'm on your side on that one. I think they are going to pull, pull that off and do a really great job. I like to hear that. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate that support. What do you think, Renee? Oh, yeah, I'm all in. Good to hear. Good to hear. You know what? That's positive because I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I just feel like, uh, you know, for me, in Endgame, when Cap gave Sam the shield, I was like, yeah, yeah, like that makes uh, sense. I cried. You know? I like, yes. I mean, seriously. And I'll tell you right now, um, the other night on the Bleeding Edge, a while back, a couple weeks ago, we watched – uh, the Falcon of the Winter Soldier trailers, like on the show, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen them in like probably six, seven months. Oh my god, it took me back, and I was like, I was like, I wanted to sit down and watch the Falcon of the Winter Soldier again. I, I was so pumped. I fucking love that show. I was so pumped. They were so good. The trailers. I was like, this is awesome. Can't you know? stop swimming for Bucky, no matter what I do. I think Captain America <laughs> tied with Spider Man is are my two favorite superheroes. Well, check this out. To close the show out, I'm going to tell you guys, we did we did a ranking of the 10 MCU releases that came out in 2021, including Venom 2 as like the 10th. Um, and for me, best to worst, my, my one through five for 2021 was WandaVision, number one, top dog out of everything. Yes. Um, Black Widow, two. Uh, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider Man, three. 
That was my one through five, best to worst, out of what came out in 2021. Renee, what do you think? Of you're talking about all the properties that came out last year. Yeah. Yeah. What is your critique based off of like what how I ranked that that oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah, you know, I'm not gonna have the same ranking, but um yeah, I mean it's it's illegitimate. I mean Wanda WandaVision was it it took me a while to get into that series. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to know. Like, what do you think? Just analyze analyzing like what I picked. Can you see the why I went in that direction? No. No? Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I don't dare read that mind. Oh, yeah, well, I. you know what, Renee? <laughs> honestly, that's probably good that, that like that you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do the, the, the silly thing with the hands and read your mind. So what? You think I'm crazy because I picked Wandavision as my number one? No, yes. absolutely not. No. That, that's not why. Okay. Do you agree with me on that? Would you pick WandaVision? As number one? Yeah. For, uh, well, let me think. Uh, actually, I, I liked uh, Hawkeye came out in 2021, didn't I? I liked Hawkeye. Yeah. I liked Hawkeye. Best. You liked Hawkeye better than WandaVision? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I liked it better than all uh, of the four series. Do I. Yeah. I, I put Hawkeye... Below WandaVision, but a, or no, below the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but above WandaVision. Renee, Renee, what about what about Black Widow at number two? Um, uh, mm, yeah, yeah. Of the three, I'm I'm thinking of the three movies because I I did see all three. I saw Black Widow is my number two yeah. as well. Yeah, Same. of the three movies that came out in 2021, yeah. Well, Nate, Nate, if you're saying you've got your own top five right in your head, go ahead and drop it. All right. Number one, Spider-Man. Three. <laughs> Sorry. Number two, Black Widow. Number three, uh, probably go with Hawkeye. Number four, I've got to go with WandaVision. Number five, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Oh, you know what? Earlier I wanted to mention that um, Marvel Studios will be okay at the end of the day, just as long as they don't Disney doesn't bring me in and put me in charge of like uh, like some casting couch style interviews with the female <laughs> actresses for the MCU and shit and whatnot. We'd be seeing a lot of titties, wouldn't we? Things might get interesting at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me, Renee? Well, yeah, because you can farm out the males to me. I mean, yeah, you know. Of course, we we can we can work something out. I, I think I think I think, uh, I think Tom Hiddleston should come back in. I need to talk to him again. Ah, uh, oh man, <laughs> Renee, I I don't think you'd even know what to do with Tom Hiddleston. No, I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I've already done it in my head many times. Oh, you son of a bitch! Same with me and Sebastian. Actually, I'm gonna swap my number five. And Brewing Falcon and Winter Soldier to my number six. Loki, number five. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch Loki then, don't I? Yeah, you need to rewatch it. I need to watch you it. Know, as, much as, I lo- as much as I love Tom Hiddleston and love the character Loki, the, the series kind of irked me. I, there was just things about the... Ugh, I just wanted to just slap them in the face <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> 
I thought, I, thought, I thought the Loki series was great. I thought that it literally. I did too. For me, you know what I found really distinct about Loki the series was that it had so many, it had so many like super impactful episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like out of their episodes, there were so many like great big episodes. You know, yeah, I mean, they, they did that, but there was like a couple episodes where it was like, here again, my, my big gripe, just pick up the pace, you know, quit jabbering, get some action going on. Like there's one scene where Sylvie and Loki's just walking through the, and now they're supposed to be getting to no, a rocket ship that's going to take off and they're just walking along. You're like, oh my God, if you got your magic power, zoom over there and don't walk. You know? Well, you know, I want to make, I want to make it clear too, that if, you know, if Disney had had me there to handle, handle the shit, to handle the business with the interviews and the casting couch and all that shit back in the day, mm-hmm. when Brie Larson came through, Captain Marvel would have not got fucked up because I would have I would have met Brie Larson, and you know, not would, cast her. I mean, you know, uh, you, I mean, I I just get the vibe from her that she gives weak head. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, I have no respect for women that can't give good head. So at that point, I would not cast her. You know, if you can't give good head. How do you? How can you tell from a vibe? Right. Huh? I just. How can you tell that from a vibe? She just seems like the type that would be like, are you kidding me? Give my, me a head? My problem with Bree is I think she would do good as a side character, but if you put her as a main character for a main show, then I really it I really wouldn't be fond of that. I just think that I, casting her as Captain Marvel, sure. But having her in a solo film, I don't... Mm-mm. I, uh... Sally? I have no idea what the fuck to say to that, but, uh... Sally was telling me today on the phone earlier when we were talking how, like, uh, she thinks Captain Marvel sucks, the movie. (laughs) Not my exact words. But, um... It just wasn't very good going back. I was so fucking excited for that movie because it um it was the first female Marvel character. I was telling Jeff this earlier, and it was the first. Apparently, Captain Marvel blows goats. Okay, it was the first uh, female-led Marvel movie, and I was so excited. I bought. Holy fuck, Sally! You froze like like an icicle. Yeah, man. Good, Sally, good, Sally. good smile, though. Like, she's, good job. She's lost, she's lost in the multiverse. <laughs> if you're going to be frozen, you might as well have a nice smile. So, you know, props to you, Sally. Here, let me fucking click on you or whatever. See if that does anything. Hey, oh, wow, look at that. I didn't even know that was even possible. My whole screen just opened up. And now, like, my whole screen is like the windows. Holy shit, man. Technology's great. Sally against you, girl. Yeah, I think we've lost her. Yeah, she'll be back. Whatever. Anyways, so um, back to the whole ranking thing and whatnot. Um, Nate, what do you think of my list? Like, is there anything with my one through five that you think is crazy? 
I mean, do you get where I'm coming from with any of it? I get where you're coming from. I don't find I I don't find it crazy. There are some that I disagree with. Obviously, we do have a different list. Um, the only thing that I partially understand why, but at the same time, still kind of find it crazy that you have it low. Like I understand, hey, you want to put Endgame over Spider-Man Three. I just think that it that I do find it crazy that you have uh, Spider-Man Three lower, like as your bottom part of your top five. So you think I'm like that? I'm a little off with my decision making. Yeah, have, well, I kind of understand why. I kind of <laughs> don't. That makes sense. You so you're half and half with it. You kind of yeah. Get, you kind of get where I'm coming from with talking to the Winter Soldier, Loki. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck did I miss? Oh, Sally, you, you, I showed my penis during the live stream. <laughs> you missed it. You didn't miss anything. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I gave no. my opinion on it. It was a three. <laughs> oh, man, Renee. That's rough. Two. <laughs> I mean, look, you, you you can make fun all you want. I'll just let you know right now. I have I I have a nice looking penis. I'm just telling you right now. I do. It's, it's just a fact. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I have a nice looking dick. Good for you, Jeff. You know, I take care of my shit. It's clean. It's shaved. Congrats, congrats. It's ready to rock and roll. <laughs> All you dressed know? up, nowhere to go. You got, Good hey, for you. you know what? You got to be prepared, man. You know what I mean? You know, because you never know what might happen. And at the end of the day, when you want, like, you know, quality fucking head, you need to, like, take care of your shit. <laughs> just, just look in the mirror. But anyways, how big you, how big you think Tom Hiddleston's dong is? Oh, I'm, I, I've actually, I actually have a picture of it online. Uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was from it was taken from high, the movie. Have y'all seen the movie High Rise? No, no. There's a scene where he's on a balcony and he's sunbathing in the nude. But of course, in the scene, he has a magazine over his lap. Um, the neighbors upstairs happen to see uh, drop something, and that startles him, and he jumps up off the lounge chair. And uh, of course, you don't see a lot, but if there's a, if you go online, there's people who have actually slowed that thing down, so you can get a view. And he was definitely in the raw. And uh, so I'd say what <laughs> about a good eight inches? Damn, <laughs> damn, he's got me then. I think Sebastian stands. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. He's got me then. I, I would say um, uncircumcised also. What? <laughs> Okay, now was that? It's got to be real with you. That's disgusting. I can't yeah. handle that. That's oh, I'm finally disgusted, you champ. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh I'm my sorry. gosh, I feel really great now. Look, if I was a woman, if I was gay, or if I was a woman and I was going to suck a dick, I would not want it to be uncircumcised. Same. You know, it just looks funny. <laughs> The old one-eyed monster. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's cool. Hey, you know what? If Tom's rocking eight inches, good for him. Yeah. I you think know? it doesn't. Don't they say Chris Evans has a really big one too? 
I'm sure he does. That wouldn't surprise me. He's a big. He's actually yeah, pretty big. Yeah, definitely. Did, did you guys? Did you guys so, see that fucking? I, I yeah, just realized, so took a dick pic and posted it on Twitter a couple chat. years ago. I just sent in a, a text in the private chat, but I forgot to release. Like I forgot to type in the full name. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum Mania comes out July 28, 2023. Yeah, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Lost already came out. Oh, you know what? I want to go ahead and just really quick just uh, put it out there that um, fuck. Nate, how long have I known you? Oh, gosh. Um, we probably done, I probably done like oh, before ASAP. So it's been at least two years. Holy fuck, dude. Holy I'm telling fuck. you. I told you, Renee. I've known this fucking kid for a long time, man. You know, actually, a few days after... A few days after you and I met, I uh, became, like, uh, like there's a free time thing. I, I wasn't in there for very long, but a few days after I met uh, you and I met, I was a Dallas Cowboys reporter for uh, uh, football yeah. Tribune. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that that didn't last long. No, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm gonna uh, back was, away in Eagles fan now. Well, I mean, you know, Sally, you already kind of know Nate a little bit and whatnot. But I'll tell you, Renee, and I'll tell you, and Sally, that um, Nate Nate's a young guy, but um, Nate is a very valuable, uh, very uh, resourceful, and very motivated uh, content creator, and uh, you know, and producer, and He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got a good future ahead of him. And uh, he's an intelligent guy. And um, his penis is not fucking uh, uncircumcised. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, uh, he's, already got, he's got that going, you know. Um, and, you know, besides How that. How do you know, um, Jeff? I'm just assuming. I was going to say, how would you know? I'm just assuming he he wouldn't he wouldn't have he wouldn't have that you know weird. Where, where did you where did on. you meet Nate down by the schoolyard? No, no, no. I think it was your first guest. No, but to actually, you know what, Renee? I'm on the re, on the re, on the real tip, like on the legit tip. Um, tip of what? You know, at one point, um, like a way way back ago or whatever, um. Me and Nate got nasty with each other politically and shit online. Like we were getting we were getting after each other and whatnot, and there was some bad blood and shit. And um to Nate's fucking um like uh you know uh to, to you know just to detect his his uh his candor, like you know, just to detect his personality and like what kind of man he is, um, you know, <laughs> even at a young even at a young age, um he, you know, he bounced back with me, and like we put it back together and bounced back and like got our got our friendship right. You know what I'm saying? To where you know, honestly, I mean, I'm not gonna like cry over it or whatever. But him and I are cooler and like better friends now than we were then. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, like um, you can say what you want about this or that, but at the end of the day, I think that being able to uh, get past like some drama and some bullshit sometimes, you know, you know, person to person um, and still being able to get back on the same page and make shit right is, is valuable. You know, it shows a lot about somebody to be willing to even want to make that happen. You know, and Nate's that kind of guy. So Yay, friendship. Yay. Well, you know what? That's actually 
Oh, you know what? I've actually got a stalker named Frankie in the uh, comment section right now. Jim Bob, I'm going to delete. I'm going to get rid of him because he's a stalker. He's a fucking piece of garbage loser. So I'm going to get rid of him. But I'm going to go ahead and just make it clear that uh, just to explain really very clearly what who Frankie is and what type of dude he is, he saved a sex video of mine that I stupidly trusted him and sent to him of me banging a chick. He kept it for over a year and a half, like on his phone or whatever, and then put it up online on Rizzle one day. Oh my God. Yeah, he kept it for a year and a half. So wow. this dude, this dude sat there and was jacking to me for a year and a half. What does that tell you, man? Like, that's rough. <laughs> I got to tell you, bro. I mean, dude. Possible blackmail. Well, no, it is what it is. I'm just saying, like, bro, that's weird, dude. Like, you, I mean, you were just, you straight, you said, you straight were jacking to me for a year and a half, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. You know, get stronger, kid. But no, I'm just joking. It's all good. But no, this dude is a stalker. Like, he's a straight stalker. He stalked me. Creepy shit. Yeah, threatened me. All kinds of shit. Tried to go online and tell people that I like, uh, I tried to like put my daughter through electroshock therapy to like make her not be lesbian, a lesbian or something like that or whatever. He was he was pushing that around to people. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of guy he is. I'll tell you what, um, I believe in violence. I think it's an intrinsic aspect of like being a man and a human being. And um, if I ever come across you, Frankie, in real life, I'm just letting you know right now, uh, whatever goes down or whatever, you will not walk away unscathed. And, uh, like, literally, I will hurt you intentionally. Like, I'll hurt you. Like, you'll be hurt. Okay. So I'm just saying right now, no, I'm just making it clear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it won't be good for you. You won't like what happens. Let's, like, not no, make verbal threats. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, it's okay, not a verbal threat. It's just a reality. I know, yeah. but like I play, I play rough, kid. I, I don't I don't play games. I, I play no shit, but I play, I play for blood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's same. How, same. That's how the that's how the real shit works. So no, I'm just playing, but uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, I've met. That's not true with me. I'll end it. Two, I I know this is completely off topic, but I have met two podcasters like in person. But uh, neither one of them have done their stuff for very long. Three. Actually, take cool. them back. Three. That's cool. Take this off of the topic of verbal threats. Yes, please. Of course. Of course. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go in that direction. You just have to understand. I don't like people, like, getting my children involved in, in like, stuff and whatnot. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, I can understand Nobody that. would. You know, so, I mean. this kind of this guy's been stalking me for almost six months now. So I'm just kind of tired of it, you know? That's fucking creepy. But, you know, whatever. Um, so anyways, uh, look, guys, uh, uh, I apologize. I just want to put it out there. I do apologize for getting all gritty and whatnot like that and everything. I didn't mean to be like that, but. We're used to it. You know, what do you want me to say? You know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like Maybe don't do something that he could turn around and use and tell the cops or some shit. Well, yeah. you know, what do you want me to tell you? Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of castle lately to know that uh, 
that this might come back and not be good. There is no, there is no reality where if I was in physical contact of this guy, Frankie, I would not strike him immediately physically. I would not just like straight jack him. You know what I'm saying? Like you're that's where tra- you're trash talking. So that's we'll just. That's how it is, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just say he's trying. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. you know, yeah you're right. You're right. Anyway, so look, uh, it's one hour, fifty-six minutes. So long ass show. Twenty seconds. And I want to go ahead and shout the fuck out, Sale of the MCU girl. You're awesome. Thanks. You thanks, too. Thanks for popping up on the spot, like. Like a ball. Oh fuck, Jeff! Oh, here he is. There he is, my stalker. There he is. But anyways, Nate, the great dude. Way to handle your business and pop up and be a fucking hero for me tonight, bro. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, been mostly. I probably needed to take a break because I mostly been working on uh, schoolwork today. Anyways. Well, that, you, you go to school. Where do you go to school, Nate? Uh, to come on community. Okay. Well, anyways, now to you, Renee. Again, same kind of thing. Thank you, Renee, for for coming out out of left field and jumping out on the show with me. No problem. You did great, as always. You're always fun to record with. And um, overall, for uh. The MCU's bleeding edge. Uh, for say the MCU girl, my good friend. Um, for Renee from Sakar.freeforms.net, podcast of champions, regular on the MCU. And for Nate the Great, my young friend that I've known for apparently for two freaking years plus, I guess. I've known you since August. Oh, and for Frankie, that was jacking off to like my video for a year and a half. Bro, I'm telling you, man. I hope you liked it, bro. You must have enjoyed it. So I text this in the Minds of Creativity group chat, but I'm going to go at, Would it be okay if I can promote something real quick for the Minds of Creativity network? No, Nate, you can't. <laughs> can I promote my fanfic? Yeah, dude, plug whatever you want. Go ahead. No. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be starting uh, – So. Like with my superhero stuff, I'm going to be starting a new uh, new podcast. Uh, this is oh, this is one I'm going to be doing really more like 20 episodes a year. Uh, it's going to be a react reaction show to the reality TV series of Relative Race. Uh, basically, what they do is people go out and they find family that they've never met before. So, like a father, um, mother, sister. Uh, brother, cousin, you know, anyway, they find a lot of close relatives. And, you know, I, I know what people are thinking out there that this is, uh, you know, it's reality TV show. So it's probably fake. Yeah, this is one of the very few exceptions that I agree that most reality TV shows are fake. But this is one of the few exceptions that I actually think that are um, TV edited, but not scripted or faker by any stretch of the imagination. Exceptional. So starting in March, I will be coming out with a new show for the for rel, a reaction to relative race, breaking down spoiler reviews for that. 
Have fun. Awesome. That is great. And, and that is good to hear. And Sally, the MCU girl, you want to plug? Hell no. <laughs> oh, I'm good. good. You're good? All right, yeah, Renee, I'm good for Renee, now. Renee, you want to shout out Sakar? Yeah, on Sakar, join us over there. Type in your questions and talk around. I also will be on tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Podcast of Champions. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I will be there on Saturday on the Podcast of Champions yeah, for day, getting after it and probably saying all kinds of shit that Grandmaster will then have to edit afterwards because <laughs> he always does. But uh, anyways, again, I want to thank all my guests for coming on tonight and joining me at a really good time. You're um, welcome. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, uh, it's all love. Uh, we wish a awesome 2022 to all of you. Um, God bless you. And um, no, Satan. There you go. And uh, you know, I love Marvel. I love the MCU. We all do. And uh, any of you who think that they're done, you're fucking retarded because uh, they got we they got trolls. they got a lot of game still to drop. Yep. So anyways, folks, we're out. Hey, what is going on, fandom? What up, MCU Marvel fandom? What's good with everybody and all the fandoms? What up, Star Wars fandom? You guys enjoying Andor? What's up? This is Jeff S., a.k.a. True Knowledge, humble co-host of the MCU's Bleeding Edge YouTube channel and podcast, where I'm joined by my veteran content creator and YouTuber, Cybernet Shark, as my other co-host. Um, we are the MCU's Bleeding Edge, along with all of our wonderful guests. You know, and either way, uh, I wanted to put out this little trailer slash update just because I've, I've fallen off a little bit, you know, with the podcast version of our things, of our, of our content, and focus really more of on just our live streaming. And at that point, you know, um, I've fallen a little bit behind with the podcast and getting all of our shows up and whatnot. So I just wanted to put out there to all of you guys that like to, you know, like the Bleeding Edge and support us and, and support the kind of content that we make, you know, the fact that we are, the, of course, the, uh, the only R-rated, not-for-kids, MCU Marvel you know, entertainment-based live stream discussional show, which is what we basically do three times a week. Um, I just wanted to basically let y'all know out there in the audio world that I'll have everything caught up and up to date soon. And uh, we have some really cool collaborations ahead of us. We're going to be covering a lot of different topics, a lot of different stuff. There's going to be a lot of more Bleeding Edge reactions. There's, of course, going to be a lot more MCU and Marvel there's going to be a lot of collaborations. There's going to be lots of new blood on the panel, as always. And, you know, I mean, right now, we're currently covering the House of the Dragon on Sundays at, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We're doing episode-by-episode episode reviews. On Wednesday evenings, Cybernetic Shark and I, on our main show, at 9.35 p.m. Eastern, 6.35 p.m. Pacific, are doing our Lord of the Rings 
the Rings of Power Amazon Prime Video Series episode by episode reviews. And then, of course, on Friday evenings at 9.35 p.m. Eastern, 6.35 p.m. Pacific, we are doing our She-Hulk episode reviews. And episode 7 of She-Hulk was garbage, just to be clear. Gar fucking garbage, man. Straight up. Either way, um, Cyrus Shark and I have been game planning. We've got some interesting stuff ahead, ahead of us, you know, to cover and whatnot out there, you know, across the different fandoms. And, um, we're going to have a lot of uh, great content to offer, whether it's, you know, consuming us live on YouTube or Twitch or, you know, Facebook Live or Twitter Live or Rumble, or whether it's consuming us through audio right here on Anchor, the podcast platform that we use for our podcast. Uh, we hope to see plenty of you hopefully soon in the comment section of one of our live streams. And in the meantime, God bless all of you, and uh, God bless Marvel Studios. Take care, folks.